Now it's time for the Southern Cross. So on Southern Cross today, uh, we've got Pacific Media Watch contributing editor Sri Krishnamurthy, and he'll be talking about the latest happenings in the Asia-Pacific region, particularly with the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. This week, we spoke on the arrest of former Papua New Guinea Prime Minister on suspicion of misappropriation, abuse of office and official corruption regarding the purchase of two generators from Israel. We also speak on the pro-independence FLNKS group in New Caledonia, who wants a vote on the referendum delayed by two months to be independent from France. Also, Sri uh, talks on the high, deci- high Court decision regarding the sale of stuff. We begin by talking about Papua New Guinea. Uh, Peter O'Neill uh, returned to Papua New Guinea yesterday from Australia, and he's, uh, he was a Prime Minister uh, going, going into the, uh, a year ago, before James Murphy became Prime Minister. And he um, apparently had bought two generators from Israel for 50 million kina, which is, uh, which is US $14 million. Way way back in uh, 2014, that's what he's been investigated for. Um, he, he allegedly directed the national executive to con- convene an, an approval payment for the generators after the purchase was made. I mean, he, he didn't. Um, the procurement process is required under the Public Finance Management Act. He, he never never followed any of those rules. He never put it through Parliament. So basically, he, he bought these generators without going through the proper processes. Is that? Yeah, he did. Mm. Nobody knows what um, what is it. What has been made of the generators, or, or where they are, or um, it's like it's like Papua New Guinea buying all those cars for APEC. Is this has this been an issue that has kind of we've seen a pattern of? I guess I'm wondering. Yeah, I mean, mm. it, it does seem so. I mean, it's it's a very worrying trend down in Papua New Guinea. I mean, they, they seem to have multiple governments which um, which aren't very um, transparent. In a broader sense, are, are there structures in place to to deal with these concerns around trust and transparency with the government? Well, I mean, you, you'd expect them to follow the act and follow the act and um, do the do the right thing by um, by the government. But apparently, um, it's, it's not the, that is not the case. So, is, is he currently being? Uh, is there a court trial that's coming up, or what's kind kind of? No, he's been, he's been bailed. Mm. He's in quarantine for fourteen days. He's been bailed. Um, uh, to do his home in uh, Port Moresby. Yes, he'd been he'd been out of, of Papua New Guinea since March because of the lockdown. And how has the Papua New Guinea government been responding during COVID nineteen? What's the situation there? Well, I mean, they've, they've been doing pretty well, I think, um, to, in, in terms of managing things um, at the moment. And um, the police and the, the police commissioner and um, the prime minister they have, they have been doing a reasonable job. After they started off with um, with so many silly shenanigans, we'll move on to New Caledonia then. So, what's the situation with the referendum to become independent from France? Because that was something that was talked about quite a bit. I remember last year. Yeah, I mean that uh, the the plebiscite is due on September sixth, but the FLNKS, which is um, a pro independence movement, have said they want it to be rescheduled for October twenty-five or November November first. That's because of the COVID-19 crisis. Mm. And uh, what kind of is the is the background of this referendum? Well, I mean, they, they had a referendum about two years ago in which the um, pro-French movement uh, won by 57%. And they can have another one in, in two years' time if this one, if this one doesn't go, go through. What's the current position of 
the pro-independence and then the anti-independence groups. Is there much much, uh, tension? Sonia Bax is um, is backing the French government and she's saying, no, we don't want want the date to change. Uh, We wanted wanted it on September the 1st, uh, September September the 6th, whereas um, the FLNKS wanted um, to move back to October 25th or Mm. November 1st. Yeah, she's saying, Mm. Sonia Bax is saying, that um, the uh, FLNKS movement is playing up to the French government. Is it likely that this time round that New Caledonia will become independent from France? What will be the implications of um, that? It's a bit difficult to tell, but even even when they got 57 percent majority vote last time, it could it could change. I mean, it, it, that's 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 for sure. I mean, New Caledonia has got very big copper mines, which the French are inter- interested in. And um, they, they've been mining around New Caledonia for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So that's why they, they uh, would rather not give it up. Have New Caledonia been receiving support from France during during this this difficult time? I, th- I, th- I think so, because um, they had flights in and out of New Caledonia from France. Now moving on to domestically. I've been talking about the whole situation with stuff for the past few weeks. And so what's the update on the situation now? Well, the high court case has been dismissed by Judge Sarah Cat, and um, that's that's the enemy bid to negotiate with um, nine uh, Australia. Um, so she's throwing that court case out, and um, the, they've also now enemy is now withdrawn its application to the Commerce Commission as well. That, that's uh, happening. I mean, when I spoke to Gavin last week, he um, also intimated that. Um, there could be another buyer in the in the in the wings, and it looks it looks like the case. That looks like the case indeed. The May city first date looks looks like um poor stuff to be sold. I mean, he also in, included in that is um the NBR owner, uh, Todd Scott. And so currently, is NZME able to like buy stuff, or is that something? No, it that... doesn't. I mean, that's that's been thrown out. Mm-hmm. That's, that's out of the case now. Right. And they ended in um, told to go off, go off on its own after offering offering to buy stuff for a dollar last, uh, last week. And and so does Nine still just a refresh? Does Nine still retain ownership of stuff at the yes, moment? They do. Yes, mm-hmm. they do. I mean, they um, although although the purchase date has been, I mean, Patrick Smilly, who's um, a very good journalist, has been um, has been touting the case that um, stuff will be sold by by May, May thirty first or could be closed down. But I don't think it's going to be closed down. I mean, because there, there seems to be buyers in Australia, and um, Todd Scott has, in, uh, has indicated he's very interested in it. This uh, mysterious third-party new buyer, uh, who might that be? Um, there was something on the Australian newspaper um, last week that Gavin Ellis talked about. I mean, he just mentioned that um, it's called Equicent or something like that, um, and um, they, they they are in, in it with um, Todd Scott. Um, so we we, do, we don't know anything much more about, about that, but, um, but we'll find out by the end of the month. I wanted to also talk about what this means for the future of New Zealand media. It seems that things are getting more more tough. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's, um, that's that's for sure. I mean it's uh, the future of New Zealand media is dependent on how um, stuff is sold or um, or purchased or whatever happens. And it's also um, dependent on NZME um, still being um, a, a powerful force in New Zealand media. But um, um, the, um, the budget, the budget predictions were for um, before the budget. Um, Chris Fafoy gave 50 million dollars to broadcast 
to broadcasters around um, around around, and there, there's been nothing in, uh, um, since the, um, for the print media. Has there been no support for print media as of yet? Um, yeah, not at the moment. I mean, the the indications were in the budget that um, Grant Robertson was going to do something for print media, but it um, it, it all remains to be seen. It's all up in the air because of the stale of stuff. Anything else you want to add for today? What pieces are you working on for the next coming week? I'm, I'm going to be working on a story on the Pacific media. I mean, that that story has been um, been put off by me for a while, but um, I've got to look at the Pacific media and um, see how they how they're doing um, around um, the Pacific and um, whether they're having the same problems as Stark and his enemy. Interested to see because if it's happening in New yeah. Zealand, then I can only imagine that this is you know a pattern or a trend that's also being felt in other areas. Yeah, I mean, I, I did I did speak to Danilo Arau who's um, a lecturer in, um, in the Philippines. And he did say the um, closure of um, ABN, ABN, CBN, um, the, the broadcast by uh, Rodrigo Duterte was um, a, a really major blow for the Philippines. Mm. And for, for the Filipino people, because it also broadcasts all, all around the world. At, um, and um, this is keeping, the, keeping them um, informed and um, yeah, so so it's a major it's a major blow to um, the Philippines. Mm, definitely, yeah, yeah. Interested to see how how I don't know the differences and the similarities between between different areas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I've also also been talking to the Fijians, and um, that doesn't seem to be um, too much of a movement in Fiji. Likewise, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Tonga, to Tonga and Samoa, and um, if if I can do Timor Leste, then um, I'll, I'll do that as well. That was Shri Krishnamurthy from the Pacific Media Watch. And also thanks to the two people who've texted in who said that, look, at it's been announced this morning that stuff has been um, bought by its CEO, which, yeah, obviously that was announced this morning and Shri and I talked before that announcement. So here's some updates on um, kind of the situation now. So uh, stuff has been bought by Sinead um, Butcher, the, the CEO, uh, from the Australian Owners 9, and the sale is expected to be completed by May 31st and Direct proceeds from the sale will be New Zealand one dollar. Uh, however, Nine will keep ownership of Stuff's printing plant site and lease it back to Stuff. And because it's a management buyout and not in another industry, uh, the purchase is not expected to require Commerce Commission approval. So, because it's a positive thing that um, New Zealand is retaining ownership of its media, it's always a bit of a concern when when uh, lots of businesses start having. Uh, overseas ownership and questions around independence and uh, yeah definitely definitely a, a positive thing hopefully good to see what happens also uh, on a more negative note uh, Media Works has announced that 130 staff are being made redundant and it's radio and sales team uh, back in April staff were asked to take a voluntary 15% pay cut for six months as the company says it's lost revenue during the COVID-19 pandemic so this uh, MediaWorks owns three and uh, Bravo TV channels, as as along with the Edge, the Rock, More FM, and the Breeze Radio Networks. So, be definitely um, an interesting space to see what happens with New Zealand media. Uh, yeah, let's. That was the Southern Cross. I always love.